everybody. Hi, friends. Well, from beautiful, finally winter in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan, it's now officially 2024. Yeah. <sighs> and in the United States, that means... Oh, God. Uh, guys. It's an election year. It's, uh, so we're going to be talking about how to survive <laughs> this election year. Even if you're not in the United States, we know how much our elections dominate gotta every be stre- Or just stress, stress you out. Yeah. There's got to be some stress about uh, the potential return of one Mr. Donald Trump to the White House. Uh, that possibility sends shivers down my spine. And we're going to be talking about that and... Uh, how to survive uh, 2024 and hopefully beyond. Yes, indeed. So, um, but first, Dan. Well, there... but before we oh. get into anything, oh, were you going to launch into this? I, I, I know where you're going. Yes, go for it. Uh, so we we did have a bit of a snafu uh, last week. We have to apologize for it. Some of you heard our show just fine, uh, <laughs> and then somehow the show just expired. The yeah. episode uh, went away. Yeah. Um, we got it back, but uh, yeah, so sorry. Our uh, apologies. That was just a technical glitch. Not sure how it happened, um, but it's there now. So, you know, if you didn't catch it last week, uh, yeah. you get two this week. Congratulations. <laughs> but yeah, uh, great apologies. And, uh, and, and we'll try not to let it happen again. <laughs> All right. But um that's time for news, Dan. It's time oh. for stuff that happened this week. Dee, 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 dee. And it's time for news. And uh I want to start with a story that comes to us from Italy. Okay. And uh sort of speaks to the the the, the ripples through Catholicism Uh-oh. that the uh that the Pope Francis administration continues to to cause he's a maverick Mm, he is indeed dan a a parish priest has been excommunicated for publicly committing an unforgivable act dan he uh he dedicated his homily on december 31st uh to marking the anniversary of the death of pope benedict the 16th right Okay. Uh, who he named as being, quote, the true Pope. Whoa. Who, quote, never fled the bark of Peter. Okay. Throughout, throughout the homily, uh, he detailed uh, sort of what it means to be, quote, a real priest and, 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 or, or a cardinal versus mm. those who would side with Bergoglio and his mercenaries. Um, Bergoglio I, being Pope Francis. Well, um, I don't know what that reference is. What what does that mean, Bergoglio? Is that a Bergoglio? Pope oh, that Francis. oh, that's his that's that's, that's his, his name. actual name. That's his oh, okay. actual right, right. His last I forget, name. Right? I forgot that he has the, a name. He's not really. He did. He wasn't born Pope Francis. His mother wasn't like. <laughs> We call you Pope Francis. Oh, he's not Italian. That was, he's, there you go. Uh, anyway, um, he said that the See of Peter is currently occupied by a, quote, Masonic Jesuit tied to a group of globalists, an wow. anti-pope usurper. Whoa. So that, that is strong. Here's the thing. This is so strong on so many levels because a like your guy, your Mr. Benedict, he fucking quit. You're yeah. you're going with the quitter <laughs> over and then you're calling usurper a guy who was duly elected in the mm-hmm. way that popes are elected like mm-hmm. he didn't scheme and contrive. It's not like he had Benedict killed and then, you know, when it swooped in Right. Yeah. Oh, that he had. Right. Maybe they would actually fear him if he had. Yeah, exactly. Um, No, I mean, he's the guy that never thought he'd ever be Pope. Right. Yeah. It's kind of the, the politics, like, apparently, supposedly favor the conservative uh, in, in, in the process. And here's this guy 
who for whatever reason, as whatever, <laughs> whatever your opinion of him as of being a reformer, right. uh, or not, um, the, the man is taking very small little baby steps toward modernizing some of the attitudes of the Catholic church Yeah, on issues like, you know, gay marriage and the w- women's role in the church are the, the two that sort of spring to mind. Like <laughs> we're talking fucking baby steps. Yeah. And just, uh, just the weest little. Yeah. It, it, it's not like you can't recognize Catholicism because anymore. Right. right. Because of, you know, uh, Pope Francis. Anyway, uh, the, 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 the priest's bishop, uh, Simone Giusti of Livorno. Uh, and the, 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 the priest is uh, father Ramon Guidetti. Mm. Um, he, the Bishop has issued a decree, uh, that, uh, announced the priest's excommunication. He declared that father Guidetti had incurred automatic excommunication. Um, well, apparently that mean, this is, this doesn't require any sort of due process. There's, right. uh, there's canon law that, um, that deals with offenses against the faith and the, and the unity of the church. And it's just like, dude, you stepped across the line. Be gone with you. Yeah. Um, let's see. This is from the statement. Uh, he, the, the priest speaking of the priest had publicly uh, committed an act of schismatic nature, refusing submission to the Supreme Pontiff and communion with the members of the church subject to him. Um, the priest, uh, the, the statement says, uh, henceforth suspended and removed from his office, uh, at the parish, uh, and he cannot exercise any priestly functions. And it also warned all priests and lay faithful to not take part in any, any celebrations or form of worship with father Guidetti as they too <laughs> would incur automatic excommunication. Wow. Okay. I mean, look, it's your club. You can, you get to make up the rules. Uh, so <laughs> right. go ahead. I right. just think it's so, I mean, yes, it makes sense to me that if you're like, this Pope sucks and you're a Catholic priest, this isn't like, you're not an elected official. Right. It's, it's his club. You, they, they should kick you out. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it, if ever there was a, you don't get to question the guys at the top. Right. Organization. <laughs> it's the Catholic church. Well, and this Bishop clearly understands that. Yeah. And he's just like, Oh no, 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 I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> <laughs> You're out. <laughs> you, you be gone. I, what, what you potentially are going to cause to have rain down upon us. Yeah. It, be gone. Be gone. Your, you, your be frock gone. is, uh, you, you are defrocked. <laughs> you, you, you no longer are frocked. I unfrock you. I, <laughs> Remove your frock immediately. Do you think they make them turn in their frock and their and their collar? <laughs> they should. The way, the way that cops have to turn in their badge and their gun. <laughs> it feels like that's. It feels like they have to do that. Oh golly, the frock right. though is. It makes me think of like the the gown, a cute little party dress. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, what do you? What else do you? Use I mean, they're priests. Way? You know, they're into something. <laughs> yeah. And now this guy gets to go and, and do whatever kinky oh, nonsense. My guess is this guy is going to have a popular podcast after this. Yeah. The book deal's already there. <laughs> he's already got, he's already, the ink is dry on the book deal at this point. All right. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to take us to just a little outside of Chicago where uh, there has been a dust up. At a public high school, um, this is Jacobs High School in Algonquin, Illinois, um, which is a suburb of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And apparently what has happened, a, a couple, a family, a Muslim family is suing the school district or was suing the school district um, okay. for because their kid came home Christian. <laughs> uh <laughs> Now that's Whatever. funny to me. Whatever. But what isn't funny is that their accusation is actually very serious, which is that one of the teachers was proselytizing to the kids. Oh in, God! In school. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, 
The teacher in question is one Pierre Thorson, uh, <sighs> 2015's Educator of the Year for Kane County, Illinois. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And a teacher of, uh, what was it? I think it's uh, history and, like, religion. But, like, it's always scary when you when you hear about religion being taught in a United States public school. Mm-hmm. You know that, like, that's going to be Christianity is the best one. Yeah. Forever. Um, according to the complaint, Thorson uh, taught classes. He, 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 like, this isn't. This isn't in dispute. He taught classes in apologetics hmm. uh, at local churches and stuff. Here's the thing. There's this thing, uh, Uprising, uh, which is uh, an after-school club thing or whatever, Christian Christian thing, uh-huh. that he would teach at. Oh. So there's a little bit of blurring of the lines there where he claims he never favored Christianity in during school. But yeah, the, but then after school, did, like the the lines are too blurry there. I'm I'm absolutely certain that he was promoting Christianity during school time. It could be very subtle as well, right? Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. And he did supply the student with a Bible when asked, which I don't really have a huge problem with that, um, especially if it was in the after school thing. But yeah, the, what the problem is that these lines are so blurry uh, in terms of like you know oh I did it during the Christian after school thing versus I did it during school. The complaint huh. alleges that he basically was promoting Christianity before, during, and after, um, hmm. and you know would get kids. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how kids, how teachers take kids under their wing, and you know, mm-hmm. there's they're hanging yeah. out after school talking about stuff. It's just not appropriate to talk about religion with when you're in that position. It's just not okay. But that's my perspective. The judge had a different perspective and dismissed it. Oh, oh, so that's so, very scary to me. Wow. So uh, wow, that just so opens the, up the possibilities yeah. here, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, the judge decided that that the uh, school district had was not liable for this. Huh. All right. For the conversion. Oh, this poor kid. Oh, this poor kid. Yeah, and you know, I I I think that this was a dis. This was like, look, I don't. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a legal scholar. I'm not an expert in anything. But it has the smell to me of a uh, of an activist judge of a Christian activist judge. Yeah. In part because one of the claims by the uh, by by the family's attorney is that when the parents informed this is a quote when the parents informed the district of their concerns about Thorson he was investigated, disciplined, and transferred to another school. Oh. That doesn't happen when everything's gone fine. Yeah. I, I, I mean, smell a rat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to just sort of argue the other side, the judge may have. I mean, oh God, I can't. No, I can't get on board with this judge. Please don't argue the other side. Let's just leave it at this. <laughs> the, I, mean, I, I can see a scenario, though. I mean, you're sort of saying, well, I mean, if the school found out, the school could also have overreacted in a different scenario, right? I don't think sure. that that's sort of a blanket sort of statement of like, right. well, I mean, just the school did this. They looked into it and they they came up with a decision. So it must be right. For, I, I, for I, my I agree money, in this situation, you're probably right. I think that more broadly that could be problematic. Um, but this judge is a problem. Yeah, they are appealing. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, but yeah, that it, I, I mean, it's part of the trend and we're going to be talking about this later in this country of like giving the go at, you know, we've got, we've got Christian judges, you know, the, the, the Christian right has been on a, 40 year campaign of right. quietly installing yeah christian favoring judges christian like you know we the 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 federalist society has been working their butts off 
right to uh to install theocracy in our country right and it's working yeah so uh, well anyway, we'll yeah. hit that at the end of the show more <laughs> Well, you're gonna you're about to hear more about it right now, Dan. Oh, good. Um, up there in Michigan, there's a Republican state uh, representative, and when you hear the story, you will not be surprised that he's a Republican um, <laughs> by the name of Josh Shriver. So, I guess up in Michigan, they they had one of those nice satanic temple uh, nativity displays or Christmas Aww. displays, um, and uh, and. Representative Shriver was outraged, of course he was, um, at the sight of it on the uh, the lawn of the state capitol. Mm. Um, Won't someone think about his feelings, please? <laughs> well, he's thinking about his feelings. Uh, Shriver has announced that he will be attempting to strip tax-exempt status from non-theistic churches in ah. response to the nativity display or holiday display, whatever it was. Non-theistic is his way of thinking that he's getting around, like, the idea. What he wants to do is just say, if you have Satan in the name, you can't do it. You can't well, be real. Yeah, he's he's working to try to, to uh, define what a church or religious group is, right, Yeah, uh, in, in this country. Um, also, I mean... I don't know if this can really be done at the state level. This is a state representative, right? Right. Um, but uh, maybe there's something at the state level that he could uh, have have done if he has enough support for this. Um, he, uh, let's see, this is uh, what he said on a radio program called Your Defending Fathers. It sounds like it's a local program to... Uh, North Michigan or something like that. Um, he says, I, I'm at, I actually am working on a policy right now. I haven't introduced it yet, but it's actually to f really focus on making a distinction between the church, the church of Jesus Christ and this quote unquote church of Satan. Um, you really have an issue where they're seen as equal in the eyes of the state. And that doesn't seem right to me for many, many legitimate reasons. Oh, well, uh, oh legitimate reasons. <laughs> legitimate reasons. Thank God he's using those legitimate reasons <laughs> rather than the illegitimate reasons that we would have immediately seized upon. Sure, indeed. But no, he, he's declared them legitimate. Uh, and so removing tax-exempt status from a non-theistic church, such as the Church of Satan, I think is very, very well in order. But yeah, I think what's key here is the line it's actually it's it's real it's actually to really focus on a distinction between the church the church of jesus christ right and this other entity because the church not what a church is but the right. church and if i were uh muslim or jewish uh up in michigan i would be really concerned <laughs> Because or Buddhist or Buddhist I mean, think, or anything like else, because, because this the, is not just uh, atheists, you know, who support the Church of uh, or the, I'm sorry, the Satanic Temple, um, right. and anybody who believes in secularism, because that's ultimately the point that the Satanic Temple is trying to make. You know, every everybody who cares about that should be, or, or, or who cares about pluralism should be very, 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 very concerned. Well. I, but by you know, this the, attitude, right? The reason that I said Buddhist is because uh, he's he's going after his, he thinks that his workaround is I can ban non-theistic mm. religions. Yeah, well, guess exactly what? Right, Dan. Yeah, there's plenty of non-theistic religions that aren't yeah. the Satanic Temple that will right. be that will be completely disenfranchised. That here. are world religions. Yeah, yeah, that are major religions. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and here he goes, just like well, I look. I don't mind if you're not Christian as long as you believe in Jesus. I feel like that's <laughs> if we can just agree that a religion is just any religion in the whole wide world yeah. with Jesus as its center that believe that calls itself Christian. Wait, yeah. did I say that part out loud? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know how far he's going to get with this. Um, but just the fact that 
that this guy's out there and there are many more like him and uh, similar thinking people who, and also I've got, I've got news for him. Like I highly doubt that even if he does, even if he could succeed at stripping the, the satanic temple of any tax exempt status that it has in the state of Michigan, um, you're, they're still going to be out there doing, doing their work. Right. Yeah. Like, like they're, <laughs> This whole, I don't know, the whole tax exempt thing for religions at this point should probably be stripped anyway. But yeah. it just doesn't seem right. Like the argument that they're doing some great social good, um, when that's clearly not how they're using the money, um, yeah, is uh, uh, really problematic. Like if 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 we're talking about charities that are actually out working with you know, the, the unhoused or the hungry, like by all means, but that's not what we're talking about here. No, the social good that they're providing. Um, I, I think that we, as, as non church goers, we, we sort of prove that like that they're, it's not worth, um, the, 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 the loss of tax revenue. Um, and what I, and I guess what I mean by that is just, we're all living proof, proof of the, the community that church provides can be found elsewhere. Yeah. Um, the good that churches provide the quote unquote good (laughs) churches provide when they decide (laughs) when they deign to do it. Yeah. The can easily be provided without churches. And so like at this point, and I don't want to like say maybe our quiet part out loud, but I think that uh, I also think that the Mormon church in particular is a really good example as to like why you, it, they're just going to hoard the money right? Yeah. Or, or use it to buy jets or use it just to, you know, yeah, not yeah. do the good that supposedly uh, and, and previous generations have just un, unquestioningly accepted yeah. that they do. And they don't bullshit. Yeah. We're calling bullshit. Uh, <laughs> and I will provide an example of that. Oh, good. In the form of one, uh, Paul Pressler. Now I am going to, you can remember that name friends at home. If you want to, as a rebuttal for anyone who starts to say that, you know, churches do good or whatever. This is a, so Paul Pressler, a former judge, uh, here in these United States, a uh, a guy who was a leading figure in uh, in the conservative takeover of the Southern Baptist movement, mm. and then a, a leading figure in sort of conservatively pu- pushing uh, the United States in you know closer and closer to Christian nationalism, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was a, he's a big deal. And, 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 you know, was a huge figure in the, in the Southern Baptist, uh, world, uh, denomination. Uh, and then also like literally they just settled a lawsuit where he has been uh, credibly accused by several men of having molested them. Oh, okay. Shocking. I know Mm -hmm. everybody calm down. I know that you didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> this pillar of the community, this uh, you know, moral standard bearer, mm. and that's how he presented himself constantly for decades. He was, you know, he he would he would host events of you know about conservatism and mm-hmm. and all of this stuff and was a was a huge leader in it and it's like look any you know anybody on any side of the political spectrum can be a horrible you know abusive monster yeah totally i don't i it's not exclusive to their side but what is exclusive to their side is this i am a pillar i i am you know, this holding themselves up as a moral leader mm-hmm. with this other nastiness happening. 
Well, and they I, knew it. And here's the other thing is that the SBC knew about it. Yeah. Uh, the whole time. Decades. Right. They knew about it. Yeah. And that is, oh boy, that's really problematic. When, when the organization itself is purportedly, right, is promoting all of this good. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I get their little trap. They think they're doing so much good in the world. Right. And so in order to protect this organization that they think is doing so much good in the world, they protect a monster. Yeah. Right. Um, and I get that that's what's going on. And any organization can obviously fall prey to that thinking. But it does seem to be a real problem on the religious side. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, or that they're more more susceptible to it somehow, or I, I don't know exactly what it is, but well, because they, they know that it exposes hypocrisy, right? Like right. the thing, like, I, you know, I, I, I tweeted recently because you know, the, the Jeff Epstein list of guys of people that had gone to his Island was coming out and whatever. And, and everybody was speculating who was on it or, 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 you know, I saw a lot of right wingers foaming at the mouth about the name Clinton, coming up or whatever and i was like listen what you guys don't get is that if someone committed a crime on our side yeah we don't we want that person to go to jail absolutely we don't want to protect that person we're not we're we're foaming at the mouth to get them too right we're not like you right i have no problem like those same people know for yeah those same people know for a fact that trump had plenty of dealings with Epstein. Right. And they and they they don't talk about it. They they pretend, you know, or they de- they deflect and they divert or they claim that it's not true or all this other stuff. Or what aboutism or or what aboutism and yeah. it's just like no. Yeah. That makes that makes you a monster along a, a, a monster in uh in association. Yeah. But it's great like in order to protect this hypocrisy over here, let's let let's commit an even greater hypocrisy. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. <laughs> it's it's nuts. It's nuts. This guy, uh in two thousand four, uh this this Pressler guy, mm-hmm. uh in two thousand four, uh somebody found out like his church found out about his you know being I'm not going to say inappropriate, his molestation mm-hmm. of of boys, and wrote him a sternly worded letter. <laughs> and that and now that letter has, has come out because of the lawsuit. It's become public, but like <sighs> they fucking sent him a warning letter that told him that getting naked with a young man was morally inappropriate. God. And and asked him to stop. <laughs> <laughs> wow please please will you will you just stop doing this it would be our great desire that you would not please do this thing anymore please oh awful oh just gross that's that's unbelievably vile of the southern baptists mm-hmm. can we shift gears please all right i've got a um a, 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 there was a poll done by our 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 desert news dan here, <laughs> the, the, this is a local newspaper here in salt lake city but it is wholly owned by the mormon church yeah uh and it is often their mouthpiece even though they there you can find real news on their website and they do actually sometimes do things like this, which is they actually are asking an interesting question um, in, the, okay. in this poll. Um, and they're, because they're trying to get to something because a few months ago, and I think we talked about it on the show, there was a, a poll that they did that had people rank or agree or disagree with the statement, right? Because that's how they always sort mm-hmm. of work. Political figures, uh, level of religiosity, right? Mm-hmm. And because I, I f- vaguely remember us talking about like how it's just so confounding that that Republicans don't see Joe Biden as being a religious uh, right. person, right? L- literally, the guy that has been to church more as a president than any other president, <laughs> right? 
questions. And, and yet somehow see Donald Trump as uh, a believer or man of faith or man of God, whatever, yeah. chosen by God, whatever, whatever it is. They, 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 this, this literally, obviously, transparently horrible human being, Donald right. Trump, right? Man of God, right? Yeah. Man of faith. Um, well, anyway, so they, they did a little bit of a follow up. Uh, to that because they, they did that other one like back in October and, uh, and they, they clearly were flummoxed by the numbers <laughs> because, you know, the one thing about Mormons, they, they, they haven't been all in on Trump, right? They voted for him, but yeah, they, they, and, it was, and certainly there is a large group of Mormons that are who all did, in. who yeah. did go all in. But I, I think that like your Mitt Romney's are a really good example of sort of probably the, the 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 kinds of folk that are over at the Desert News, right? Mm. Of these people who are just like, what? Donald Trump? Yeah. Why? And so they asked in this next one, they had people respond to these same questions saying, is this political figure a person of faith? Right. Republicans come back at 64% saying Donald Trump is a is a person of faith 13% for Joe Biden uh, huh. th- 34 then they threw Mitt Romney in, in the mix this is sure. also a national poll this wasn't like a Utah poll okay um and then they but they threw Mitt Romney in as sort of he's a very known figure because he formerly ran you know for president right um and he's been a prominent um you know senator uh, these these last six years, and so thirty four percent say you know believe that that Mitt Romney is a a person of faith uh, that are Republican. Did they um, define what a person of faith is? Well, let's let's get to those numbers in a sec, or to that okay. question in a sec. Uh, Democrats ten percent say Donald Trump is a fa- uh, person of faith. Sixty nine percent say Joe Biden is, and fifty three percent say Mitt Romney is. Now, what's interesting is that sixty four percent of Republicans saying Donald Trump uh, is a person of faith. Uh, That's up from 53%, 11 points up from just October. That's crazy. Um, Interestingly, Pence, uh, let's see, came in at 56%, so less (laughs) less than Donald Trump. What? Um, Let's see. And they also, more Republican voters said Trump was a person of faith than several of his opponents in this upcoming uh, presidential primary. Nikki yeah. Haley, 44%. Ron DeSantis, 34%. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, 22%. And Chris Christie, 22%. But then they asked this question. They they were asked whether they considered this list of politicians to be religious, separate okay. from being a person of faith, right? Okay. And the numbers shift around, right? Uh, only... Uh, 47% said Trump was religious of Republicans. I don't know what's happening. Okay. <laughs> so, so those numbers, like I said, they shift around, uh, 47% of Republicans feel that Donald Trump is religious. Joe Biden, 72% of Democrats see Biden as a, as a religious person. Right. And so then to try to parse this out, um, they asked, why do you say this person is uh, a person of faith slash religious? Okay. Um, Democrats about Joe Biden say at 52% that he has a strong moral compass. 48% say that he's honest and trustworthy. Um, and those are probably the more important ethical decisions, 47%. And then about Donald Trump and the Republicans view of Donald Trump, strong moral compass, 42, 43% makes ethical decisions. 50% defends people (laughs) of faith. And here is the kicker. Yep. 67%. And so what they're start, what they, they, then they kind of dig into that idea of when justifying calling Trump, a person of faith, voters were more frequently pointed to his actions on behalf of religious people. Yeah. So it's the idea that like, no, he's not religious, but we'll call him a person of faith 
which is weird to me that they're seeing a distinction there, right? Yeah. Uh, in this way, but we'll call him that because he has done so much for religious people. Yeah, I mean that's their that's their take, right? They, they, yeah. and he hasn't. That's the other thing. He hasn't done shit for religious people, but boy, that's the messaging that they get. Well, he's he talks a line about it. He, he you know, he now all of his speeches are all about like God and blah blah blah. Well, but they can point to a sequence of events. He appointed those folks to the Supreme Court. The Supreme yes, Court overturned Roe v. Wade, which was their number one big thing that 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 they cared about. And right. so therefore, right, he yeah. has done so much for religious people because he gave us this win. That's, that's true. That's how it all plays out as far as like why you get those those numbers. But I, I, I don't know that if that this article fully gets to uh, the why of it, but I think it's I think it's there. I think it's getting close. Right. Hmm. As to like why why we hear Republicans saying this kind of why he's a person of faith because he's so transparently not right but they're reserving the word religious for like 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 because I like like I'm just so dumbfounded that these people could possibly ever have voted for him in the first place right, right. like I kind of get it now right like I see it now I get why they like him. Like they're going to get <laughs> Christian nationalism under him. Right. Yeah. Right. Even though he himself is not a Christian nationalist. Yeah. But he's just, I don't know. Like if he declares himself dictator on day one, like he's threatening, um, which is a little bit of a different phrasing than what he actually said, but right. It's course. what it's the intention. Come on. Like I'll be a dictator on day one and then not on day two. Really? Okay, yeah. cool. Once you've done that, you'll just be like, oh, well, okay, but on day two, no more. Oh, I've lost my taste for it, really. <laughs> like, once once Donald Trump has in, installed himself as dictator, like, fuck the Christian nationalists. Like, yeah. he won't care. Or he'll just well, continue to use them as as his little tools. Yeah. Right? That's why he'll care. He cares yeah. because they're useful I mean, it's the useful idiot concept, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go. All right. Well, I'm gonna. Speaking of useful idiots, uh, <laughs> Vivek Ramaswamy is one of the people who is running. Well, he claims he's running for president. He's running for vice president. Obviously, Clearly. yeah. Because nobody at all thinks that 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 anyone's gonna beat Donald Trump in the primary. He's not even participating. In the right. in the debates, for Christ's sake, he is he 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 and everyone believes he's that much of a default. Anyway, uh, as Vivek, you know, he's hit, he's hitting the campaign trail, and he was in Iowa because Iowa made itself important uh, in the in in presidential campaigns by trying to be first. Uh, it's so dumb. Anyway, uh, he's in Iowa and he's, he was doing a little sort of meet and greet, uh, thing. And he was asked an interesting question about, uh, what, what he has to say to atheists, mm. specifically atheists or so, so the question was, uh, what actual line could you tell an atheist, secular, a satanic voter that would appeal to them that's not a, a kitschy conservative catchphrase? Mm. And and then there's a little bit of back and forth between Ramaswamy and this guy. Ramaswamy is like, uh, first of all, so, and the, the guy is like, like when, he's, when he, he expounds on the idea of a kitschy conservative catchphrase, he says, the wokeism and all that. What uh, what we see is a government that's propping up Christianity, that is ex excusing Christianity's bad actors, and that isn't doing anything to fight for Christian national to fight Christian nationalism. Hmm. And then Ramaswamy says, "I don't think that that's a major and a that's actually a major threat in this country compared to the threats that I've named." Uh, what hmm. do you want to guess? What threats, by the way, Ramaswamy's about to say are the real threats to our country. <laughs> 
It's not the Christian Nationalists. It's not January 6th. It's wokeism. That's one of them. Okay. And the other one, oh, God damn it, transgenderism. I, yeah, I was worried that would, okay. Ramaswamy, how? I just want you to tell me what the danger of transgender uh, transgenderism, as though such a thing <laughs> right. exists. Right. However you define that, I would love for you to tell me what the danger is. Because if it's anything more than like, but what about high school sports? Then <laughs> what are we even talking about? I mean, yeah, they, yeah. They just they, I they think, just know that yeah. everyone that that Christians get an ick about it. Yeah, and so they just keep saying the word, but never yeah. really describing what what the problem is. Here's well, the thing: because there's this. I mean, men are men and women are women. Right. And, and and that seems to be a big part of what is going on in like the Christian right. Yeah. Right. Is is this like I mean, because I've I've watched these videos of like young couples. There's like this young couple influencer team, right? Yikes. Uh of like and they're 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 in their like twenties. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did we play a clip of this on the show where the guy is like, talk- I don't think we did because it's like pretty offensive shit, but he's like talking about like, um, also this, like, I got to keep my woman in my pl- in her place type thing. And then it cuts to her and she's like, yeah, I like, I like my man to tell me, you know, mm-hmm. what to do and, and stuff. And, it, and I'm just like, Oh man. And they're just like this cute couple. Like if yeah. you saw them out, out at like, the movie theater, you wouldn't think anything's weird until like you probably hear how he talks to her. Yeah. I, I just, men are men, women are women, everybody in their role, in their place. Cause that's traditional and that's whatever. Right. right. And that's what, <sighs> but what's funny is that like they, I, okay. So you have that attitude. Fine. I'll let's just say that I'm totally okay with you having that attitude. How does it hurt you? If other people don't have that attitude, where is, where is your problem when other people, you know, you still be the man and you still be the woman and you fill those roles in whatever way works for you. Great. Right. Well, I mean, and they then see, explain right. to me the danger of another person not filling those roles in the way that you enjoy. Right. It's yeah. I mean, it's, won't someone think about the sports teams? <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I, yeah, it's the sports teams. It's the perceived whatever weird thing, you know, um, it, think the kids, it's the right? children. It's the influence on their, their children that they, that they don't want because they, they don't like, you know, gay people and transgender people so much. Yeah. Right. The thought of having, um, someone in the, in their family who belong to, you know, either those two groups, right. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, it is the, it is a fate worse than death. Right. It is. And, uh, and well, literally like, like you of course hear, we, of course we think they're being silly, but these, this is what these people believe, right? Yeah, you hear them talking about, I would rather have a dead child yeah. than a gay child or yeah. a trans child or whatever. And it's like, and then when when push comes to shove and it actually happens, no, the fuck you wouldn't. Like ninety nine percent of the time, they're like, "Oh, right, I actually just love my child." Right, that's more important to me. Oopsie doopsie. Yeah, it's I actually. So dumb. It was on a slightly different topic, but I heard some conservative fellow uh, say something along the lines of like. Um, it's just different when it happens to you. Right. Yeah. And it, and I was like, because then you actually do some thinking. Yeah. And it's like these people. And I mean, we know that overall the real problem with conservatives, conservatives generally is an unbelievable uh, lack of empathy, right. Toward their, toward their fellow man, uh, fellow human. (laughs) And then they bred from, yeah. insulation from everything right. else. Like, and then, I don't know anyone who's not like me. Right. Therefore, everyone who isn't like me is weird. And then the situation you describe of like conservative parents 
having like a gay kid or a transgender kid and all of a sudden and maybe maybe they don't handle the coming out no. you know or the learning about very well but it, it's funny how you're right most of them end up being like well okay yeah if it's little jimmy i guess yeah. i guess i can all right i love little- I, I love i love jimmy jimmy's still jimmy yeah even though Jimmy's a different uh, yeah, gender. Or, or, or Jimmy's not still Jimmy, but it's still the same person. <laughs> yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, oh my God, it's so dumb. Anyway, uh, I was going to give Vivek um, a little bit of props for actually recognizing that some of our founding fathers weren't, hmm. like, at very least, he recognized that Thomas Paine was an atheist and that uh, mm. his, that his favorite founding father as though they're, you're collecting trading cards on them on the subject. <laughs> His favorite is uh, Thomas Jefferson, and he was a deist. I was going to give him props for that, but you know what? Fuck the guy. I don't care. No props. You get nothing. Nope. Yeah, that's fine. You don't yeah. have to give him props. I, re- I retract all props. Especially him, because he's yeah. clearly such a phony. Right. Such a phony. Like, yeah. Like you, you're you're totally right that he's he's running for vice president, and you know I'll here's the props I'll give him. Uh, when you see Donald Trump and his diet and, <laughs> and yeah. how he the, the, this man I mean come on four more years of Donald Trump like people are worried about <laughs> Biden I Biden, Biden is ride a pretty bike. healthy right yeah. like he's old but he's healthy yeah. and. Uh, Donald Trump is like, ugh. you're right. Vivek's running for president through via vice uh-huh. presidential, like yeah. via taking over after he dies. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, if you would like to write into us about Vivek or Trump or anything else in the whole wide world, <laughs> please feel free to do so. The, uh, the email address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. We'd love to hear from you. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There's more show coming up. Well, Frank, uh, apparently we're not the only people who are allowed to have a podcast. Uh <laughs> And oh, that we were though, the, right? <laughs> uh, and right wingers are allowed to do it too. And oh. boy, howdy, we got this is Christian nationalist Lauren Witzke. We've talked mm. about her before mm-hmm. uh, on some show. I don't, I'm not gonna look up what show it was, because uh, I feel already infected by this, but she is talking. I, lest anyone think that you and I have been exaggerating or will be exaggerating <laughs> right. in the rest of this show. Let's just hear what Lauren Witzke has to say about the Donald. Oh, God. He's been out of country it's anymore. it's time for a theocratic monarchy. King Trump for life. Let's go. Hey, I think if we had a monarchy, there'd be a lot less corruption because you can't be bought. You know, you don't have to be bought because you're always in control. You don't have to be paid for with campaign cash because you're always going to be in control and you're going to pass it on to your children and that kind of thing, especially if they do bloodlines, but very interesting stuff. Just, just a suggestion. doesn't sound too terrible. It's worked uh, throughout the majority of history and uh, King Jesus. Remember our Lord believes in uh, the theocratic, uh, the monarchical structure. How about that? Well, I mean, let's let the Lord decide. How how our government is meant to work. The the grand irony of this sort of thing being that the these people will hold up the Constitution as a sacred document, right? Of, of this country, right. they will hold up the founding fathers as you know as as having been directed by God to yeah. have done what they did, right. But then when so, but then when you know when they get washed up in in the wave of of uh Christian nationalism, you know, when they're all taking the same like goofy drugs of of Christian nationalism, they like 
They totally give up on everything that Constitution and those founding fathers stood for. Well, well, Dan, all of that was just to get us to Trump. Right. Yeah. To get to, to so that we could have Trump. Right. The good like, Lord knew what he was doing. He the, he set this plan in effect a long time ago. <laughs> right. Uh, he see he's all knowing. He's all seeing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he 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 had it all worked out. He's like, there's going to be this wretched human being coming along uh, in the latter part of the 20th century. Right. Who I will rise up to defend my people. And yeah. uh, let's instill him as uh, as king. As Lord and dictator. But, but we're going to need this like period of um, democracy and the sl- and a slow, uh, steady walk toward the expansion of rights and the recognition mm. of human dignity and human rights. We're going to so need that, can- that period of time so that so that we can then turn that on its head. Yeah. So and, we can uh, erase it all. So we can erase it all. Yeah. Oh Lord Jesus! Clearly, I mean this. This is it's just, it's it's rational, Dan. It's, it's all logical, all, right? All that makes is sense. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I so we 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 had the whole snafu with last week's episode, so we're not gonna do emails, right? Uh, <laughs> this week, right? Uh, but we will. We do have some folks to thank. Yes, uh, we so do. We'll, we'll launch fact. into that. I'll start us off. Uh, Douglas has has given us a one time donation and has and we are giving him the priesthood. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the Melchizedek priesthood. Douglas, you are an elder, so bless wow. you for your for for your well elderhood. Well done, Douglas. Yeah, congratulations. By the way, elders are 19, so <laughs> I think 18 now, Dan. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. don't don't get too don't get too haughty about the. We're not calling you old, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Just because it says elder. Right. Uh, and then over on Patreon, we had a, a handful of new people sign up. Um, we have three new deacons um, by the name of Josh, Lily, and Brendan. So Wonderful. thank you to the three of you. We have a new teacher by the name of James. And we have a new prophet, seer, and revelator, Dan, oh! uh, by the name of Alan. Oh my goodness! So Alan, uh, Alan uh, now has the he's he's a seer. He can well, see. Y- yeah, uh, you, you, and, the and magic reveal. powers. I feel like we have to do what he says now. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I about feel that. like Alan is now. Like, he's the <laughs> boss not, of us. I'm not sure about. I don't. I don't think that's true. You're but, not ready um, to give Alan that much power. <laughs> Probably not. But there is somebody, Dan, and we'll get to it in a second. Um, yeah. Because if you'd like to join these these fine folk. Uh, and please do. I know show. that I know that it is a, a time that is difficult for everybody. Yep. I don't know if people know this, but like podcasting in general has taken a real hit in over the last year or two. Yeah, uh, and there's a big thing that's happened, and uh, and and so it's, it's understandable. There's been a lot of uncertainty in the economy. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I get it, right? But totally. it does and we're not, feel we're not mad at every, no, no, anybody no. Or, or, or upset, no, but it's, it's just the reality of the time. Right. But, um, but it, if it, you it, would like to make a, a, a lovely new year's, uh, gesture yes. right, toward the show, which it kind of feels like that's what happened is people yeah, were like, yeah. Ooh, new year, new me and a new, uh, support of thank God I'm atheist. So you can go to our website, thank God I'm atheist.com and click on the support tab. And uh, there's options there. And as yes. always, Dan, as I alluded to before, there is probably one person who we do have to pay attention and listen to. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fortunately, Davis has not made us do anything we don't want to. <laughs> Indeed. But, but probably could. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior. Our Lord sorry. and Savior, Davis. More show coming up. Well, Frank, Dan, the uh, look, our country is about to go through the last time we did a presidential election, Hmm. the last two times we've had presidential elections. I got to say, trauma has been involved, I think, in a way that like certainly our generation 
was not prepared for. No. But like, uh, I don't know when was the last time I th- we're setting precedents. We're, we're, it's, we're, we're, we're breaking new ground here. Uh, and we, what we don't want to do is break all the way through to like losing democracy in mm. this country. Right. I, it's scary right now. This is a, like, I, here's the thing you and I discussed before going into this episode, what we're going to say or like how, like how, what our approach is to how to survive this election cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we both immediately were like, don't pay attention to it. <laughs> like, bro, it's you like, I, I was, you asked the question and I was over here just like, I, 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 I can't even face it. Yeah. Like, like it's just so, so awful. And then you were like, uh, I, I just don't want to even pay attention. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. That's ex- yeah. And I feel like the answer there, like never before would I have said this, but like, it's okay not to pay attention at least to the, to the uh, presidential election. Oh yeah. Yeah. There are other ones where there's actually like a, maybe a, a, a choice that needs to be made. Right? Yeah, the, the the issues that need to be considered. Local um, elections are super duper important, yeah. and like, really, like those really need to be uh, to be watched. Yeah, but guess what? I and ours is not a political show, and this is not. I don't like endorsing a candidate over another candidate on our show. I don't, don't want to yeah. do that. I don't know that it's a, an endorsement, though, Dan. That's uh, true. That, that we would be making toward one of the two presidential candidates. Um, Re- because like we, we, we kind of were like, well, what is like, there's only one argument, right? There's only, yeah. there's truly only one issue in this, in this presidential election uh, campaign. Yeah. Whatever. And that's the preservation of democracy. Right. Yeah. Like I, that is it for me. <laughs> Right. So, so the not paying wait, wait, attention. Wait, are you, are we saying we've become single issue voters? Um, when, and it, that, when and this that is issue, the issue, when, when, issue when is this the right issue is in the mix. Yes. Yes. The preservation of the democracy is the only issue that matters. Right. And, and I know that there, I know that people have issues that are incredibly close to their heart, but yeah. your issue, um, the, you won't have a say on that issue if if democracy goes away. Yeah, right? I mean that's the thing. There are so there are totally valid reasons to dislike Joe Biden. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. And to and to disagree with uh with actions that he has taken, with decisions that he has made as president. Which you we could do think, not need to name because No. Right. Yeah. It's because there's a very clear line of distinction between a bad president that we would all totally survive another four years of, regardless mm-hmm. of how it shakes out. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I already hear someone screaming at me, well, you know, people in Gaza won't survive it or what? No, you know what we're talking about here. Right. It's literally, the question is, do you want the theocracy that Lauren Witzke was talking about earlier yeah. to yeah. come true? Or do you want secular government to have even a hair's breadth of a chance mm-hmm. in this country? Right. Cause that's what we're talking about. It's not about these two men. Right. Well, these two yeah. old doddering, like way too old, both of them. I don't want either of them to be the president. I genuinely don't. I don't like Joe Biden has done a few things that I approve of and some things that I don't approve of. But I'll tell you this. uh, I don't want Joe Biden to be the president. I didn't vote for Joe Biden in, you know, in the primary. But it's not about him. It's about the other guy. Right. It's not it's this is not a lesser of two evils. It is like it is. It's, it's evil. It's, it's true evil. Like, I don't know if true evil has ever been on, like everybody's always like the lesser of two evils. And it's like, 
yeah, I, I guess, I guess I can kind of see it. Like, you know, when it's, <laughs> you, you, you didn't like George W. Bush, right? Yeah. Right. Like, and so, and maybe you didn't really like, uh, John Kerry. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it was, just wasn't the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not the same thing. Just, it's not the same thing at all. So whatever your single issue, uh, your, whatever your pet issue is. I, yeah. I wouldn't call it a pet issue, but like there are issues that are important to people. Yeah. Um, fortunately a lot of them that I, I, I think are out there probably do align with just having a Democrat in, in, in office. Right. Um, for, as far as like our listeners, I think sure. reproductive rights being one, yeah. I think that just makes sense. That's right? a huge like, issue and, and it needs to be fixed. Yeah. And so people, people are dying yeah. because that's not, because that issue is, is problem is, is happening. And so that's one that's, that's e- that I was about to say it's easy, but it, it's like that aligns with voting for Joe, Bi- the Catholic Joe yeah. Biden. Right. I know we're endorsing the most religious president we've had in my <laughs> lifetime. I don't know. Like this is a position we're put in. Yeah. I, again, though, I don't think we're endorsing endorsing. Right. We'd be listing off, um, uh, accomplishments and whatnot, which, you know, like Joe Biden's done some things. He actually you know, has the, lots the, the, of accomplishments that the, 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 I think in the long run are going to be really good for the country. Yeah. Um, and the, but the question of like, you know, how do you, how do you put all that stuff in the balance, you know, and you weigh it and whatnot. Yeah. Like I don't even have to do that. This go around. Right. Reasonable right? people can totally disagree on Joe's performance. Yeah. And it's still irrelevant. It's yeah. And so like, I mean, pay attention as much as you need to, but don't there's, there's just nothing to pay attention to. Yeah. In the presidential side, like just, Paid enough attention to, you know, did, did wait, Trump actually, okay. He's actually being allowed on the ballot. The insurrectionist yeah. is actually right. allowed on the fucking ballot. Cool. Yeah. There's cool. going to be some interesting sideshows along the way. Yeah. Uh, and that could be fun a little bit, but also if your mental health is at stake, just you, the answer's already been provided for you. Check out, check out, take a breather. 2024 yeah. could be like your year, right? <laughs> yeah. Like just dis you know the news is going to be awful. Just disconnect. Right? Go to the gym. Go, yeah. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get just get your endorphins up. Take up a new hobby. Good. Yeah, and go and you've enjoy been model build some models. Yeah. Why not? That camera that you bought like 3 or 4 years ago and have used twice. Like get it out. Let's learn how to Take, use that yeah, thing, let's, man. Oh my let's God. let's oh, see so what we can do. That's You're, what a 50 millimeter lens does. Is, oh. is there a, an, an undiscovered filmmaker inside of you? Go tell a story. Yeah. Anything. Any, yeah. You know what? I, I feel like you, the, the, the little bit of baking that you did during the pandemic could blossom. It, it deserves your attention. <laughs> because you know what? You know what? Um, that sourdough start, mm-hmm. um, it, it was pretty good, but you could work on it. It could yeah. be better. I, I bet yeah. you, you could make, you put your mind to it. Uh, you, you could make a really good what, sourdough. What can you loaf. do with a Dutch oven? Yeah. A Dutch oven? We don't know. <laughs> Remember all the camping you did during the <laughs> pandemic? <laughs> Anyway, all that camping, go camping. The long and the short of it is we give you permission. We do not give you permission to not vote. And we do not give you permission to not vote for the guy who's going to beat Donald Trump. That's you you don't get to vote for anybody else. Yeah. And you have to vote for him. Even if you're holding your nose the whole time, there's just literally nothing else for it. You have to. Yeah. But, uh, but you don't have to pay attention. Yeah, and that's the nice thing. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> wow, I'm... we are gonna get some emails, my friend. <laughs> we we have stepped in it. We're gonna get the emails. If you would like to be one of the people to e- email us, uh, either in angrily, support. gratefully, 
This is going to be no. It's going to be a tidal wave of support, Dan. <laughs> for our, yeah, it might be our stance of just plug your ears, plug your nose, plug your nose, and let's get through this thing. And let's get through it. Uh, <laughs> if you would like to write into us, feel free to do so. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. We'd love to hear how angry you are. Um, <laughs> the telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click the like button. And if you'd like to join one of our members-only lounges, you can do so by going to our website, thankgodimatheist.com slash members-only. Yeah, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all y'all for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.